Hello, and welcome to another edition of Ask the Professor, a crowd-supported, crowd-driven feature where we respond to your questions on constitutional theory, economics, history, political philosophy, architecture, all those things that matter to us in our common life together in the community. And today's question comes from Alistair. He says, you've often mentioned a concept in our tradition of constitutional liberty under law that the crown can do no wrong. I've just read a quotation in a newspaper from some professor saying there's no such idea in the American system. Is he right? Well, yes and no. And both halves of that answer are very important. So for those of you who aren't familiar with this, the crown can do no wrong notion, I think maybe this sounds terrible. This sounds like reasons of state would excuse any action, including flagrant law breaking. And I understand that is actually how the Constitution works in large parts of the world, and I think it's a terrible thing, might make ours easy to misunderstand. What we have here in Canada, derived from Britain, is a constitutional monarchy in which the Crown is the head of all branches of government, the head of state, Her Majesty the Queen, but is able to fulfill that function without controversy or friction precisely because she, or if it's the king, he, doesn't have an agenda, is not a player in the political system, puts a formal seal of approval on correctly carried out functions of government and thus authorizes them and can be trusted to do so, as I say, precisely because they're not really a part of the political system. It's true that in the face of some truly outrageous act, it's possible the Queen might still refuse to sign a piece of legislation. The last monarch to veto a bill was Queen Anne. So that takes us back to the very early 18th century. But because the Queen is not involved in political fights, because the Queen is not tarnished by partisan associations, she still might in principle step in in the name of fundamental decency. But the monarch doesn't have effective power. And one of the things that evolved in Britain, because of a system in which they'd seen the dangers of kings who did think they should have absolute or at least very broad power, but they didn't want to get rid of the monarchy, they developed a system in which, though all law passes through the monarch, the monarch cannot, in fact, tell people to do things unless duly authorized by Parliament, the courts, and so on, the proper functioning of the government machinery. Therefore, the monarch is held in Britain and in Canada to be literally incapable of giving an illegal order. That the, it's not the crown can do no wrong doesn't mean anything the crown does is right. It means any instruction issued by the monarch that is contrary to law, that is contrary to the constitutional order, that is contrary to the basic rights laid out in our Charter of Rights, simply doesn't exist. And anybody who acts on that has no recourse whatsoever to, I was just following orders. This prevents the king from trying to usurp power. It also means that if the government does do something bad, if a political controversy erupts, if a prime minister breaks the law, the monarch cannot be tainted. The prime minister, on the other hand, is in a heap of trouble. They can go to jail. All kinds of things can happen to them. And this is is a very elegant mechanism for ensuring the proper functioning of a constitutional monarchy. Now, we look at the United States, you see, the, although the American system is modeled on the British system, including the separation of powers, very deliberately by the American founding fathers, it is obviously a very different system in a number of important ways, including they don't have a king. They've got a president. Their head of government, their head of the executive branch, is also their head of state, is a political partisan, is elected indirectly through the Electoral College, but very much chosen by the American people. Now, what this means is the president can do wrong. Unlike the monarch, 
who, if they attempt to get people to do something wrong, must simply be ignored and the thing is considered absolutely null, the president can give an order which gets him or her in very hot legal water. It is possible for the president of the United States to commit high crimes and misdemeanors, to be impeached, to be jailed. All kinds of bad things can happen to the president. So in that sense, no, they have no such principles the crown can do no wrong. The president is not above tainting him or herself legally. Far from it. Richard Nixon did it. Others have certainly been accused of it. The incumbent, well, let's not get entangled in that. We'll let events play out. But I said the answer was yes and no. So that was the no part, that the United States does not have the doctrine the Crown can do no wrong. The President certainly can commit illegal acts and can be held accountable for them, unlike Her Majesty. But the yes is also very important, and it is this. Because the United States, like Canada and Britain, has the rule of law, if the President gives you an illegal order and you carry it out, the fact that he is in trouble for having done so doesn't mean you're not. In that sense, the American system is very much like the Canadian system or the British system. If you follow an illegal order, you are 100% liable for it. This is one of these things where you know, liability can sort of expand to the point that not only are you 100% liable, but so is the president. There's 200% liability or more. You know, everybody can be liable. So in the American system, unlike the Canadian system, the head of state is capable of getting themselves in legal trouble by their actions. They're, a thing they do that is contrary to law is not simply regarded as void. Now this, of course, by the way, I should say, this would not be true if Prince Charles murdered somebody. Obviously, he'd be accountable for that. But in terms of instructions given to the government machinery, if he says something wrong, if he tells somebody, go and kill that person, it's as though he had not said those words. The American system is not like that. So in that sense, yes, the president can do wrong. But it's very like that in that I was just following orders is no more defense in the American system than it would be in our own. If the president gives you an illegal order, it is your constitutional and legal duty not to carry it out, to report it, to see to it that it doesn't happen. And therefore, the American system, for all its differences that can entangle the president in legal wrongdoing, as well as, of course, in partisan politics, it does have this fundamental quality of the rule of law that an illegal order is of absolutely no force. So does the American system have the principle that the Crown can do no wrong? Yes and no. No, it doesn't have it and the, the president can certainly go to jail, but yes, it does have it and that if you are obeying that order, you'll be in the cell next to him. Thanks for watching. If you're enjoying Ask the Professor and you have a question, this URL will tell you how to submit it. If you want to make a contribution to help sustain this feature, go to my website, click the Yes, I'll Help button, and this URL will show you how to make a supporting contribution to my work. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.